brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. He served at the Pentagon as an Army JAG. He graduated from Notre Dame and has two law degrees from Boston University and Georgetown University. He's been practicing law for over 30 years. He's your family's personal attorney. It's time for the David Carrier Show. Hello and welcome to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier your family's personal attorney, and now's the time to call 888-463-2843. That's 888-463-2843. That's right. We are live, as we have been throughout this whole uh, pandemic. Um, you know, we're here for you. you got a question, just give us a call. We've got our expert, our medical expert on the line, Mary Beth Goldman. Uh, my older sister, she's a registered nurse and a bunch of other things, too. Um, she's, uh, practice, she practices in, uh, uh, in the Boston area. And, um, and generally, the, the 7.30 to 8 o'clock segment is the Mary Beth, uh, is the Mary Beth show. But uh, we're just getting into, uh, now that the numbers, the COVID-19 numbers are coming down a little bit, it looks like people who've put off uh, medical care are now coming in. And I just thought it'd be really important uh, for folks to get the idea that, hey, uh, going to the hospital is still in. Well, I don't know. Mary Beth, what do you what do you have to say? What I have to say? Well, I think it's yeah. been fine to come to the hospital the whole time because I know certainly us and every other hospital I know about was very strict about who was coming in the door and where they were going. So if you have. Hey, Beth, we're getting today, we're getting some static there or I don't know what it is. Um, is any better? Staticky still? Yeah, it's kind of rubbing or something. I don't know. Oh. There you go. That's better. I don't know what to tell you. Is that better? Um, That's much better, anyway. yeah. Okay. So hospitals Perfect. are separating people as they come in, screening you as you come in. Most places were doing it before you even walked in the door, if you're coming mm -hmm. in, say, to the emergency room or whatever. But any in any case, you know, you're probably safer in the hospital than you are at a lot of, like in the supermarket, maybe, because we're aware. We're looking for who's sick and who's not much more carefully than that person who's counting the number of people who's going in and coming out of the local supermarket. Right. So, you know, if you're sick, you need to come. If you're worried, you know, that you're going to catch something or maybe you're not sick enough to 
to come to the hospital, you know, call your doctor. There's mm-hmm. a lot of telehealth going on now. You know, your doctor probably has something going on as far as that goes. So right, absolutely. Find out. Um, and there are a lot of services. You can even, like, Google them that you can actually talk to a doctor that's not yours if you're willing to pay forty nine ninety nine, you know, to do telehealth that way. Um, a lot of the mm-hmm. minute clinic type places are still open and seeing people. Um, yeah, we do the we do the teledoc service as part of the you know for our team members, you know, and there's yep. no there's no charge for it. So you know, yeah. there's a lot of that. Yeah, so but are you are 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 you seeing folks who really should have come in before and? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. People that are putting off symptoms, you know, oh, it wasn't really that bad. I I'm okay. You know, and then they come in with, you know, having had a heart attack, they've now got a ruptured appendix, their blood sugars are totally out of control and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, you need to, you need to be seen, you need to be seen and you will be seen and you'll be taken care of well. Um, don't put it off, please. Because people are coming Yeah, I think that's excellent thicker, advice. Thicker than they would have yeah. been, you know. So, please come in. Yep. They'll socially distance you there, no problem. But at least you get oh, yeah. cared for, right? Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, I, I just wanted, I just, I think that's an important point to make because I think there's, I mean, what I'm hearing anecdotally, again, anecdotally, um, are, are, we were just talking to a doc last week where, um, you know, what, what do they call it? The magic hour or something when, when you have a stroke? You know, yes. and they're not seeing people till weeks later, you know, because people are, are putting it off for that reason. So, right. And the damage you know. has been done, and yeah, that can be fixed, and some of it can't be. Right. And we want to fix it. No, that's that. definitely, definitely, uh, definitely the issue. So, all right. I just wanted folks to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Not that you're a horse. Um, no, no. <laughs> You know, just how important it is, you know, to get in there, you know, if there is a, if there is an issue. Um, right. So, all righty. Yeah, well, thanks, Maribeth. I do appreciate you. Call your doctor. As we do every week. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay. So, 888-463-2843, that's the number to call. Uh, seriously, if, if you do have an issue, and again, you don't, don't take my word for it. She's on the front line. Um, you need to get in there. And now that people are finally getting in, what they are seeing is that that has been um, very difficult. I mean, people who had things that could have been treated earlier, better, you know, you could have gotten some relief for it. And now uh, just a wide range of things uh, where really, you know, don't put it off. Okay, we've got this teledoc thing, the telehealth thing. Uh, you can do that. There's numbers to call. Um, and you know, the hospital is set up, uh, to make sure that if you do go in, um, you're going to be, you're going to be okay. Now <clears throat> coming this Wednesday, uh, as I was talking about in the, in the first part of the show, the situation, which is not good, which we're just finding out about. And, and again, he, he, here's the problem. <clears throat> here's the problem you get into. And we were getting into this a little bit, um, what numbers can you rely on? You know, people say, oh, we're going to be data-driven. We're going to be science-based. We're going to do all this stuff. Well, that, that's well and good. Um, 
But when you've got so many competing interests, you know, people want to, I mean, it goes all over the place, right? Uh, you want to up the death rate. You want to lower it. You want to, you know, whenever you have large amounts of money, large amounts of prestige or interest or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, when large things are riding on the numbers and you've got human beings in charge, okay, well, things go sideways a little bit. I mean, you can't, you can't count on it the way you would, the way you would think. For example, after the SARS virus big deal was several years ago, okay, in China, that's where it originated. It's where this one originated. But when SARS came out, uh, the Chinese government said, okay, here are some very rigid reporting requirements. This is what you got to do so we don't, we don't get another SARS problem. Well, when COVID came out, when it's COVID-19, novel coronavirus, blah, whatever you want to call it, I don't care what you call it. Anyway, when this came out, there were reporting protocols in place in China that they should have reported it. But the regional people didn't want to make it look bad. I mean, this is the, and again, I don't even know if this is true. <clears throat> it's just what I've heard, you know, from my spouse, who, my wife, who's uh, Chinese and, you know, oh yeah, they were supposed to report it, but they didn't because the people who didn't, they got all in trouble and got arrested and stuff. like. I mean, the stories that you hear, um, whether it's the uh, mainstream media or, you know, what I'm hearing, you know, from family members uh, in China. You know, what to believe? Who knows? Um, but the idea, the idea was when you have big, big things riding on uh, structures, on reporting structures and all the rest of it, you know, the, the people, you know, and there were some heroic researchers there in Wuhan who went to say, hey, look, this is what's going on. They were suppressed. Their evidence was destroyed. Right now, nobody believes what's, I mean, <laughs> no Chinese person I know believes what's coming out of there, you know, and they're like, well, and the, and the family members are telling them one thing, you know, you, you hear different things about what's going on. And that's the point with all these numbers. And the thing is, who knows? Well, you know that washing your hands is a good idea. Okay, good. You know that staying six feet apart from people is a good idea. You know that. Okay. What else do you know? Well, another thing that we know, at least I think we know, is that in New York, New Jersey, and Michigan, all of which are required in, in those states, long-term care facilities, there's executive orders out saying that they can't refuse or get, provide financial accept, incentives for accepting uh, long-term care, excuse me, uh, COVID-19 infected people. And we also know that if you look at nursing home population, they're the ones who are suffering the most, the highest by a factor of about 70. It's about 70 times more likely to die if you have COVID-19 in a nursing home. So about 0.6% of the population, about one out of 200 people in America is in a long-term care facility. Okay, about half a percent, a little bit better than half a percent, 2.1 million people. Okay. Now, well, when we get back, we'll get into that. But the, the point is, you got to look at the numbers. You got to take what guidance you can, and then you need to use your common sense. 888-463-2843 is the number to call. That's 888-GO-DAVID. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal 
attorney. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. 888-463-2843. That's the number to call if you'd like to get your question, comment, or concern on the air. Uh, along with this, uh, you know, we've been here right for you, uh, live, <laughs> been live uh, throughout this uh, pandemic, and hopefully we'll continue to continue to do so. Maybe a little bit different perspective, a little bit different focus than we've had uh, right along. But I do want to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, uh, on Wednesday, that's coming up this Wednesday, uh, today's what, uh, May 1st, right? Or is it the 31st? Yeah, 31st. Anyway, so <laughs> Monday's May 1st, 2nd, 3rd, May 3rd at 2 p.m. And you have to go to the website to, to see this. Uh, we're doing a, uh, a sort of a live virtual whatever you want to say, on the computer meeting about PACE, Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. This is the replacement for the nursing home. This is the way that your loved one does not need to go to long-term care, can stay home, can receive services at home. Faithful listeners know we've been pushing PACE program for years. We absolutely love it. We've seen so many good results from it. And during this pandemic, although the senior center is closed, it is closed, but everyone working at PACE is now going out to the home to provide those services, okay? So you're not alone. Uh, there is PACE is there for you. Uh, please go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com, davidcarrierlaw.com. See how easy that is? Uh, and sign up for the, um, for the uh, virtual, what do you want to call it? Visiting expert, uh, you know. Anyway, that's Wednesday, 2 p.m., Love to see you there. Of course, we'll record it. It'll be available later on. But uh, you get your questions answered from the people who are running the program. Uh, absolutely love the PACE program. So many good results from it. Um, so don't forget to uh, do that. Also want to remind you uh, that as part of this uh, Paycheck Protection Program, this is the program that the federal government instituted uh, a couple months ago uh, to support small business. And guess what? Law Office of David Carrier, small business. And so we got a loan, hopefully it'll be a grant at some point, uh, from the government to support bringing back the entire team. And we've done that. Uh, pretty much everybody's, uh, everybody wants to come back is back. Now, um, we don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean, you folks, American taxpayer, helping us out with the, uh, with the payroll. And we appreciate it. It's, it's great. It, what it means is that the young families who are our team members, uh, they're paying their mortgages, putting food on the table. That's all. That's all good. Uh, but we don't feel good about hanging on, hanging on to that money. So what we're doing is we're granting it back. Uh, we're giving credits against all the new work that's being done uh, to return. Basically, you helped us. We're passing that money uh, on down. So we never discount. We're discounting. Uh, if you want to look at it, uh, if you want to look at it that way. So give us a call eight 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 four six three. 2843. We've got John on the line. John has been very patient, and we do appreciate that. Hello, John. Welcome to the David Carrier Show. 
<laughs> are you John? looking? Are you looking for Jim? There he is. I'm Jim yeah. from Holland. Yes, I'm looking for you. Yes, good. Uh, I have some maybe insight on the concept of uh, washing your hands and uh, covering your mouth and nose from the people good. who actually invented the word hygiene, which most people don't have a clue what it means. Would you like to know who, where that word came from? Well, wasn't it from the from Hygieia, the uh, was a Greek god of cleanliness? Hygieia. That's that is Mercury's daughter, Hygieia. It was done by the people in Battle Creek, Michigan, in the 1840s, who created the 19 Points of Health, and they went so far as to send emissaries during the Civil War to Washington to beg the surgeons there to wash their hands and cover their mouth and nose between operations. By the way, the medical profession laughed at this, kicked them out of Washington twice, and it took the hygienists 40 years to get the medical profession to say, hey, maybe it's a good idea to wash your hands and cover your mouth and nose so you don't spit or cough into an open wound. But... When it came to just normal breathing, the hygienist would be aghast at anybody wearing a mask. Because just like our Surgeon General three, four months ago, and Fucci or whatever his name is said three, four months ago, it's foolish to wear a mask because it does nothing. By the way, I looked up microns, the size of a, of a bacteria and a virus and uh, what a mask can do. And the, uh, a a virus is so small, it can permeate right through that mask, no problem at all. Now, if you're mm -hmm. going to be operating on somebody, of course you don't want to spit and sneeze and cough into the wound. But if you're not going to be the, by the way, I haven't worn a mask and I haven't had a, a vaccination. I, I, it, I'm 40, 50 years. I'm uh, 76. I'm very good health. Most people say I'm in excellent health. I don't do those things. I've had doctors tell me twice why I should be dead in 10 days if I don't do exactly what they say. I didn't do anything they said, and I'm still here. I healed. Well, miraculously, they said they never saw anybody heal a wound as fast as I did because I didn't do what they told me to do. So I'm not too hot on doctors who takes 40 years to figure out that they should wash their hands and cover their mouth and nose between operations. You got to say, hey, maybe, you know, they used to have uh, rent halls and, and argue with medical doctors about this. And for 40 years, the medical doctors called the hygienists crazy until close to the turn of the last century. People, doctors who did wash their hands and cover their nose and mouth, they had good results with their operations. People didn't die of the fever afterward from an infection. So you got to. Take this, this washing your hands and wearing a mask thing with a grain of salt because it doesn't work. I think it's, it's uh, something that children can do to make themselves feel better about the whole thing. Yeah, but wash, wash, uh, you're, not, you're not arguing against washing your hands, right? Absolutely. You seem to lump washing the hands and wearing a mask in together there. I don't think you meant to do that. No. I Unless you did. If you're going to operate on an open wound... That's what you should do. That's what the hygienist oh. said in 850. Oh, but, but you, you're saying right now, don't bother washing your hands? 
Sure, don't bother. If, if they're dirty, you should maybe wash them. I don't know, uh, you know, but you don't need to wash your hands. Uh, you can touch okay. your face all you want. I, I do this many times a day. I, you know, it, it, it's to me this pandemic thing. It could have been last year, the year before, the year before that. But why yeah. did they pick hey, this year? Hey, Jim. John, that music means I got to get out of here. But thank you, another country heard from. You're listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. 888 463 2843. Go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com. Davidcarrierlaw.com. Sign up for the uh, Wednesday, 2 p.m., special meeting on the PACE program. 888 463 2843. Call us and we'll get you signed up for it. You can do it that way as well. You're listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. Now is the time to call 888-463-2843. That's 888-463-2843. We'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air. 888-GO-DAVID. You can also drop me an email, david at davidcarrierlaw.com. That's david at davidcarrierlaw.com. If like to send an email and we're having a uh, virtual town hall you might call it kind of thing a get together this Wednesday May 3rd 2 p.m. going to be on the website well at least the link is on the website uh, davidcarrierlaw.com this is with the people who run the PACE program with uh, Life Choices PACE is a way to receive long-term care at home it's a replacement for, not a stepping stone too, but a replacement for a long-term care facility. And that's especially important, which I'll get to as soon as we deal, uh, talk with Henrietta. Henrietta, hello, and welcome to the David Carrier Show. Well, good morning, and thank you very much. Um, my question, I'm 86. I do not have anything except a handwritten will, which is not good, I know, but We'll get to that. And I have a home that is paid for. I want to mm -hmm. transfer this over to my son without either one of us being penalized, and I don't have any idea how to do it. Yeah, so so here's here's the thing. Are you, are you in good health and all that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So well, there's a five... I hope you wash your hands at least. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, scrape the dirt off anyway, I guess. I, I mean, well, you know, I'm it's a big world. They get all kinds of people in it, you know, different I have ideas. I my fingernails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> 
Well, just so long as you don't blow your nose in an open wound, I, I, some people think that's okay, I guess. Anyway, so, so here's, the, here's the thing, because your situation is not unusual, and the solution uh, that a lot of people will do is they simply deed the house to the kid. They do it now uh, with the sense that they're going to stay in the house. And the problem with that is now you're disqualified from uh, receiving the, the PACE program, any other kind of assistance if you were to need long-term care. So what you want to do instead, and this has kind of been my mantra for the last 20 years, is you do want to pre-plan for that, but there's a trust that can be done. Not the typical trust that people do. Um, it's the trust that we do, but I mean, it's a little bit different. And the thing is, if you were to give the house to your son now, then for the next five years, if you needed long-term care, you'd be penalized. The problem with deeding it to your son is what if something happens to him and you need to get the house back to qualify for the care? Of course, you've lost your principal residence exemption in the meantime and everything else. So what we do is a trust <clears throat> that gets the five-year clock started, okay? But because you're in control, you don't lose the principal residence exemption. You don't lose um, the ability to pull it back if that's what you want to do. There's just a lot more uh, flexibility. You know, people talk about these ladybird deeds all the time. And, you know, one of the problems, and this is something that the news is going to be covering on Monday, is we're in a budget crisis now. I mean, tax receipts are way down. Uh, you know, claims on uh, state spending is way up. And so if you don't think they're going to start raising taxes, uh, I got a new, I got a, another, another thing for you. Okay. I think they are. And what people don't realize is that Michigan right now, uh, doesn't come after the house if you need long-term care, right? They wait till you die. It's a probate based thing. Um, but most other States, they put a lien on the house right away. Now, if you don't think Michigan's going in that direction, again, you, you need to rethink things. So this is why these ladybird deeds, in very short order, I believe, uh, those are going to be right out the window. It's not going to work anymore. There won't be any point to it. Um, so for someone in your situation, we would recommend, you know, have a sit down. Let's talk it through. But there are good things that can be done to protect the house. But deeding it over or this ladybird deed, my opinion, generally speaking, not the way to go. All right. Thank you. So then I should just call and make an appointment and come in and and present my problem to whomever. Yeah. I mean, probably me. Um, just tell oh, them, good. just tell them that we spoke. Yeah. Just tell them we spoke and we'll do the do you, do you have a computer or a cell phone? Oh, a cell phone. You know, yes. Yeah. Because we can do this. You know, we can do the face to face thing uh, over most cell phones. You know, if you've got an well, iPhone, I'll, one of those I'll, Apple things. I will wear a mask if you wish. Sure. But we'll, we'll provide you with a mask. Plus, we've got all oh, this okay. plexiglass stuff. Oh, you, you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, okay. But that'll be, that'll be after May 12th, right? May 12th is the, uh, well, we'll see if they change it again. Um, but uh, right now, it looks like, uh, looks like we'll be opening up after May 12th. Uh, for that kind of thing, but call now because it's filling up. You know, we're we're booking way out in advance, so 
So be sure to, okay. yeah, just okay. give us a call. Okay, and that's uh, at the Go David? No, it's not that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's no, if you number? call that number, 888-GO-DAVID, um, most of the uh -huh. time that rings to the office. It's just on the weekends okay. when we're doing the show that it rings to the show. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll call Monday. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Henrietta. Appreciate the call. 888-GO-DAVID. That's the number to call. 888-463-2843. I understand that we have someone from Florida on the line. Is that right? Someone from Florida? Hello, caller you do. from Florida? <sighs> Who's that? You do. <laughs> you do. How you doing, Dad? <laughs> I was listening. I listen to your program every once in a while. Every once in a while, I listen to the Wood Radio Show. And what what happens is this morning, of all things, my daughter was on. So I I said to myself, let me call him and find out where is all this money coming from. You know, I mean, they reduced my taxes. The federal government reduced my taxes somewhat, not an awful lot, but somewhat they did. And so I'm grateful for that. And then they send me a check. Can you imagine this? They sent me a check for $1,200. And I'm saying to myself, aren't they generous? Where is that money coming from? Well, it's coming from me. I am a citizen of the United States, and therefore... It would seem to me that the money comes from me. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no. Can't come from me because I'm 95 years old. And so I'm not going to be here to pay that 1200 So guess what I did? You won't like What'd you it, do? David. I uh -oh. sent the money back. That's what okay. I did. I sent it back to the Treasury. I said to them, take your $1,200. I don't need it. And so... Well, that was good. Well, everybody I said that to, and I stopped. I've stopped saying it, that I sent the money back. But the fact of the matter is, everybody I did mention it to kept saying, what are you, nuts? You could have given it to child care. You could have given it to uh, the hospitals for children. Uh, I or, or like the guy said, he could have given it to me, and I could have, but it wasn't mine in the first place. I didn't need it personally. Mm -hmm. I didn't need it. I mean, I get at least two good meals a day. The only problem with it is that I'm I'm 95 and I'm dying to go back to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where I live. <laughs> and this is vacation time. But because of situation, I'm stuck here. I'm, yeah. Well, I am. <laughs> so here I am. And it's so nice to hear you talk to Mary Beth, who is that nice nurse, who does yep. know a little bit about hospitals. Hey, God hey Dad, that, that music means I need to get out. Uh, you get to stay in Florida, but I got to move on. I'll give you a shout so later fun. on, okay? Love All right. Bye. Love you too, Dad. Thanks for calling. You're listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney.
Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. You know, they say, uh, like father, like son. Uh, we just heard from my uh, 95-year-old dad. Well, actually, he's not 95 till next month, till June. Anyway, he he, he does do that. <laughs> He was 95. He was 94 before he's 94 too, but he's 95, uh, like I say, next month. Anyway, dad's approach to the, to the uh, stimulus check, $1,200 that they, they gave out was, hey, I didn't earn that money uh, and I'm doing okay. I'm just going to give it back. So we sent it back uh, to the treasury. Now, uh, we also benefited, I benefited, my, uh, the law firm, uh, law office of David L. Carrier, we benefited uh, from government money as well, uh, from that uh, Paycheck Protection Program. And I understand my father's impulse because it's my impulse as well. It's like, jeepers, I don't really want the government giving me stuff. I mean, I, I, I get it. I'm, I'm here to pay taxes, and that's how that's supposed to work. And I don't get much in return, but I, it's okay. It's, I get plenty in return. Um, but what we're doing with... Uh, uh, the Paycheck Protection Money is we are turning that back, not to the Treasury, because we're using it uh, to bring the team members back on board so they can pay their mortgages and child care and every other thing, get the benefits on and on for the uh, for the team members. But um, rather than let it sit there, uh, what we've done is gone ahead and we're giving credits now, special credits, grants, whatever you want to call it, uh, to everyone who works with us for the next few weeks uh, before the money runs out. Uh, just to return that back to the people who paid it, which is you, uh, American taxpayers. So that's what we're doing. Uh, you're helping us. We're helping you. So, you know, what Dad did is a little extreme just to give it all back. But I certainly understand. Uh, I understand the uh, understand the impulse. One of the things, though, that was really bad news was bad news. And I hate to leave things on a, a bad news, but we need to confront uh, what our reality is here. It turns out that there are three states, New York, New Jersey, and Michigan, that require long-term care facility to accept infected, COVID-infected um, clients, patients, okay? Executive orders that require that. And here's the problem. We're also getting, and again, the numbers are questionable, so it's very difficult to be 100% certain about any of this stuff. Very difficult. So I'm open to correction. I'm, Believe me, I'm educable. Uh, but what I'm looking at, what I'm seeing is that about 42 to 43% of virus deaths, COVID deaths, are to people in long-term care facility. So about half, almost half of the deaths are happening to seniors, not just seniors, but seniors who are in a long-term care facility. New Jersey, 10% of their long-term care population has died of the virus. That's what the numbers say. That's what the news says. Again, I didn't go research it, but I'm why would they why would they make that up? I don't know. Maybe they are. Um, but in any event, that's what the that's what the numbers are showing. So here's the thing. Only about one in 200 Americans right now is in a long-term care facility. 0.6%, one in 200 is in a long-term care facility. And 42 to 43% of the deaths are to those people in, 
So here's the idea. It's one out of 200 is in the facility. And yet somewhere between 70 and 80 per 200 people out of 200 folks who died of coronavirus, somewhere between 70 and 83%, 84%, excuse me, 84 of them were in long-term care facility. In other words, if you're in a long-term care facility, it looks like your possibility of dying is about 70 to 80 times, 70 to 80 times greater than everyone else. As Mary Beth was saying, we've got people who've put off treatment for stroke, treatment for cancer, treatment for heart attack. People have put it off, put it off because of fear about the virus. And that's just going to a hospital. And in a hospital, they triage you. They know what they're doing. They know how to avoid that kind of problem. Not so with long-term care facility. At least that's what the numbers are showing us. So how do you avoid long-term care facility if you have a loved one with dementia, if you have a loved one with physical disability? And one of the answers, and uh, we're not new to this, okay? We've been pushing this literally for years, is the... PACE program is the waiver program. These are two programs by the state of Michigan, by the Medicaid folks, okay? The same people who pay for residential long-term care will support you in your home. We have had, I can't tell you how many success stories we've had with folks receiving PACE. And the key, the key to this is to get it early. You don't want, so so often what happens is spouses will take care of spouses until they just can't do it anymore. My dad, who was just talking on the phone, the guy who gave back his stimulus check, the 1200 bucks, gave it back to the treasury. That guy, it won't surprise you to know that he was getting three hours of sleep a night caring for my mom around the clock. Refused help. Mom refused help. He refused help. Wouldn't do it, right? Until Mary Beth, my sister, called the 911. Okay, that's not unusual. That's how it generally goes. Folks will not put their spouse in long, especially now for crying out loud. Okay, but if you get involved in the PACE program or the waiver program, if you start receiving help, right, which because you already paid for it with your taxes, it doesn't cost you again, right? If you get qualified for it, and we can do that, we can do that without going broke, without losing your home, without losing your 401k, without losing the IRA, that can be done without going to the place where you're 70 times more likely to die of the virus than if you stay at home. And this Wednesday, coming up this Wednesday, go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com, or just call it. You can just call. Just call. You know, everyone says, go to the website. Yeah, that's tough. What's easy is to call 888-38-GO-DAVID, all right? 888-463-2843. We're having the people from Care Resources. These are the people who run the program to let you know what it is they're doing now. You can listen on the phone. You know, when that when we're doing that, we'll get you hooked up. Uh, but it's information that you need to know because if we get those care services delivered early on, Don't wait like my dad did until you're not getting any sleep, your health is in danger, and you're not doing a good job for the loved one either. You know, get involved with the program early on, 
and then maybe you never need long-term care. That's what we keep seeing. We keep seeing that because you got the help up front, you never need to go to the residential care. But it doesn't happen unless you get started. Give us a call, 888-463-2843, virtual, and uh, love to see you there. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show, a lively discussion addressing your questions and concerns, but not legal advice. There is a big difference. So when making decisions that affect your family, your property, or yourself, the best advice is to seek good advice specific to your unique needs. If you missed any of today's show or would like additional information about the law offices of David Carrier, please visit davidcarrierlaw.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.